right. and we're live. <laughs> well, we are doing this. Um, my name is Faith Barrett, and Dylan Barrett is my husband. We are from Redding, California, and we are the Barrett team. Um, we've had this idea of just starting a podcast, exploring with other entrepreneurs in our area of how to uh, build passive income, how to kind of walk through the struggles of different entrepreneurs in our area or even outside of our area as we expand this, uh, to be able to create a space where you get to learn for 20 to 30 minutes on ways to build that passive income. So whether you are stuck, you're wanting to learn tips and tricks, this is going to be the podcast you're going to want to check out. Um, so we would just love for you to join along on us on this journey called The Hustle Podcast. Um, and Great name. Yeah. I think it's going to be really fun. Yeah. Um, you knew about this idea about two and a half weeks ago. so <laughs> Yeah. I woke up this morning and she said, we're doing a podcast. I said, okay. <laughs> it's usually are. how our ideas roll around. So yeah. um, so we're really excited. Um, but one of the things that I think would be really good is for uh, those that are listening just to really understand like where we came from. Um, my upbringing around money, around investing is completely different from yours. And I think it just creates a foundation of what authority we have or things that we've learned that kind of gives some framework. So yeah. um, tell us about how it started a long, long time ago for you, Dylan, when you were born. My upbringing? Yeah, you were born, brought into this world. Yeah. <laughs> I was born in the Bay Area, so I'm a little cooler than you, but no, just kidding. Uh, uh, Born in the Bay Area, moved up to Lakehead, actually, when we were, I was a baby, um, and... Uh, we're really starting from the very beginning. Very beginning, yeah. <laughs> uh, but the only reason I bring that up is, um, it was a very, I would say, traditional home where my dad was in construction, went and worked like crazy. My mom uh, homeschooled us, and um, she was like the home uh, maker. Um, but yeah, very traditional. Um, and my parents were actually really involved in real estate pre 2008. So they were doing more, um, uh, like flips and short term stuff. Um, and, uh, yeah, it just, what we were kind of, and you, do you remember like how many properties they would have like at one time going? I think the best I can remember, I was, I can't remember what's, what's math, uh, <laughs> 30 now, 2008. I don't want to do that math on live TV. Uh, I was younger, probably early teens. Yeah. Um, wasn't really quite paying attention too much, but I know we had probably at the crash of 2008, I would think they were doing like six projects, five projects, six projects, yeah. something like that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was just, as everyone knows who was affected by 2008, it was just uh, a bad time to have a lot of projects going on. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, yeah, we got spanked like a lot of people did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it kind of, it made me really afraid of debt in general, just because I saw what it could do if you're not careful with it. Yeah. And so. I don't think like, obviously anybody, you know, saw 2008 coming. So like what your parents were doing and setting a lot up. of people were in the same yeah, situation. A lot of people yep. were in the same situation and you know what they were doing and what they were trying to achieve and, you know, mm -hmm. run with, um, was obviously a huge surprise. So yep. after 2008, um, they kind of stopped doing real estate. Yep. Um, yep. as many people kind of lost a lot of, uh, their investments and their wealth. Yeah. What was happening was prices were going up and, um, it just looked like nothing could ever go wrong. And um, when the prices came down, um, people couldn't sell. Mm -hmm. And they had these big loans on them, and they just could not get out of them. And they couldn't afford to keep them. You know, if you have six flip properties going, you can't um, 
you have to keep putting money into them because mm-hmm. they still need work and then you can't um, sell them in their current condition. So it's just, you just have to yeah. bite the bullet and that's what happened. Yeah. But yeah, so that kind of changed my outlook growing up on just debt in general. I was really scared of debt until I kind of learned how to use it better as a tool instead of just like a, like um, that it's just bad overall. Or like a fear. Yeah, just getting over like the the fear of of using it at all. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that kind of held me back for a while at first, mindset wise. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, not saying that people should just take on as much debt as possible, but right. it was it was learning that there's a time and a place for it, and that it's there's not, a way to leverage it. Yeah. and there's good debt and there's bad debt. Correct. Um, yeah, and what's funny is so as you kind of hear from Dylan's side, like there's just so much of a real estate background. Like you guys did flips, you guys saw the properties, you were in it. And then for my background, yeah, just hear yours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for my background, um, my, my folks growing up, like we didn't invest in real estate. Like we had lived in the same house. My parents still live in the same house. Mm-hmm. Um, and my dad was very into like the t- traditional stocks, like investing into, um, you know, uh, different IRAs, uh, 401k, all that. And that was like his uh, way of building the passive income. So when Dylan and I got married, it was like, you came from the background of like real estate. I came from the background of like stocks, investments. And it was almost like, well, how do we merge this together? Mm -hmm. And so for me, I come more from the background of a conservative of like, save for a rainy day, save, hold in certain funds versus kind of leverage and disperse. And I think you come from more of like a creativity of seeing how to leverage and disperse those funds. And as you've gotten over like the fear of debt or the fear of leveraging, you see more of the creative lens of this. And I more, well, you know, uh, (laughs) when you pitch a a proposal to me, I'm like, she likes safety, safety, (laughs) Yeah, which is good, which is good, which is good. good. So, um, I would say like for us, um, fast forward for a lot of people that don't know. Um, so we got married. Um, we've been married for, let's see if Dylan knows, put him on nine years. Good answer. Um, we've been married for nine years. Um, we bought our first property, um, what, like three and a half years ago. Yeah. 20, our our house or our first, Uh, first investment investment was 2019. Yeah. 2019. Um, well, that's like almost four four years ago. Wow. We're really good at math. Yeah. We really know what we're talking about. <laughs> right. Trust us. We know <laughs> math. Uh, so I think what's kind of, I think what would be kind of cool is to share like how you got into real estate. So uh, I don't think a lot of people know like what you were kind of hoping to do before that. Like in the, in, as a real estate agent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We were, it was like a journey of finding Dylan's, what, what does Dylan want to do? I didn't know. <laughs> no one, you know, everyone was trying to help me fi- figure out what I wanted to do. Uh, walk, worked some really cool jobs, um, you know, Dutch bros. I think everyone in town's worked for Dutch bros, but um, those are really good years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, I think you suggested it one, t- one day. You were like, you should get your real estate license. And um, I just, I never wanted to be a sales person because mm-hmm. I didn't know that you could be a good person in sales. I mm-hmm. just figured, you know, I just, everyone has that. Stigma. Yeah, stigma of, oh, you're a salesperson or you sell real estate. It's like the shiny you know, shiny shoes and the shiny car. And I was just like, that's just not me at all. Yeah. Um, but the more we thought about it and it's like, I've always knew that I was going to be in real estate as far as owning real estate. I just didn't know I was going to be involved in real estate sales. So Mm kind of shifting my mindset, 
in realizing that you can just totally be yourself and be successful in real estate sales. Um, and uh, got into it in 2017, 17. Still um, really good at math. Yep. Years. <laughs> this is all on the fly. <laughs> um, and uh, worked for a year in commercial real estate, which was really different than... I just have to like interrupt because yes. your idea of commercial. So when Dylan got into real estate, he was like, I just want to do commercial. I want to deal with business people. I wanted people. to be cool. No, 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 you were like, I want to deal with business people. I want to just deal with numbers. I don't want to deal with the emotional like buyer of right. like their first time buyer, you know, all the emotions. He's like, I just want black and white numbers. And um, I remember just kind of feeling like as a nurse on, cause that was my previous uh, career before stepping into real estate was I was working at the hospital and I just remember like, we were missing like so many people. Like, yeah, my cousin bought a house without me cause I was a commercial <laughs> real estate agent. I was like, man, <laughs> and you actually, believe it or not, you have to sell commercial real estate to make money. <laughs> Weird. And I didn't sell anything for like a year. <laughs> no, no, no. Your first year you sold a mobile home. I sold a mobile home and I was like, wow, if I can sell a mobile home, <laughs> I can sell anything. <laughs> I Dylan actually sent me a video. I, I think I still have My it. My first check was like thirteen hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. After yeah. a year, so after a year, yeah. it really humbles you. It humbles you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah you get smacked uh, in the face over the phone a few times, and then it's just like, <laughs> times. Ah. Um, but yeah, so uh, from commercial, um, I kind of saw this opportunity with bridging, and I really am like a people person. Love problem solving. I love the emotions. Um, you might say I'm an emotional person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, not at all. Uh, not at all. Not really, actually. Um, <clears throat> but I kind of saw this opportunity with residential, so we kind of blended the two together, which was actually really cool because when we do have the investors come to us and the people that love that number side, I'm like, mm -hmm. Dylan, here's your client. Um, yeah. And I'm like, and when Dylan's like, here's a person that wants their first time home and they need like a lot they of like the vision, things. they're like, faith. So it's a really cool dynamic that we have in regards to that. So. Fast forwarding into that, like we saw residential real estate as like our next big kind of like piece to make like the Barrett team really successful. So we've been doing that for quite some years, bought our first investment property. Um, and I think, you know, with our different backgrounds in um, how we were brought up, what you brought to the table, what I've, you know, brought to the table with my background, I think that obviously there's if you're in a partnership, and I think this really goes for a lot of people who are either investing with their spouse or investing with a partner, or if you're just like a solo person, um, knowing like what your strengths are with investing. Because for me, I miss a safety net. Like I will sit on an analysis that Dylan is so excited to share with me. <laughs> I'll show you the numbers and everything. Show me the numbers. I'll be a spreadsheet. Um, and I'll sit on those numbers um, to be fair, I never provide spreadsheets. Yeah, so to be fair, there's. I think there, I can get better with that. Yeah. I just usually just send like a little there's napkin. There's no visual. Yeah, it's just um, like a napkin. Hey, look at these. <laughs> um, but uh, knowing the strengths and weaknesses. So I think that's just really step one of like if you're trying to start even any business, any passive income, any entrepreneur route, like you have to know your strengths in the business. And are you going to do this as a partnership? Or are you going to do it solo? I will say at the end of the day, like having a partner, whether it's a mentor or whether it's somebody alongside you or somebody you like link arms with, like kn knowing that Dylan understands like the back end of numbers, stock portfolios, all that to me is like the huge weight off of my back because then I can run with the pretty vision stuff of like, okay, location, how's it going to look? What's our like, you know, visualization of it once we're done with the project, how are we advertising it? So 
those are kind of like, I would say our strengths, would you mm-hmm. say? Yeah. What would you say is your weakness? Um, Where I bring the strength. Let's talk about me. No, I'm just yeah, kidding. Right. <laughs> um, I think you bring that. I was really kidding, but we could talk well, about. Well, I me. could really quickly. I think you bring in an element of, uh, of you have a good gut on safety, risk, things like that. And I, I think a lot of times I see the numbers, but I don't see. I see the positive of mm-hmm. like what something could be, and you see like, well, what if it's vacant for six months? Do we mm-hmm. have the reserves to hold it for six months? So if it's empty, you mm-hmm. know, it's it's a good, you know. Usually, you're you know more conservative than. <laughs> It's like it like a lot of bad things would have to happen for it to get. To yeah, that I'm like point. A, B, C, D. What if, you know, what what if, if the <laughs> world crashes? Da, 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 da. Right, right. Do we have the reserves? Right, but I think it's good to stress test and mm-hmm. see like can this thing withstand the worst case scenario, and if it can, then it's really easy to say yes to those things. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think there's kind of like just the beauty, like I said, in like what strengths you bring, um, and. Maybe um, for somebody who's trying to get into it, understand the lingo. Like I will say, if you have any questions about like just like ways of leveraging money, you know, cap rate, kind of seeing a successful portfolio or understanding a successful portfolio return of investment or and we're talking more real estate terms um, in terms of assessing a a real estate opportunity. Um, Dylan also we also are diverse like we have we have what, six stores six stores. We'll get into later, like, like how, what our current investments are and like what our niche is right now and what we're finding success in. Yeah, maybe we could do that on um, the next one. <laughs> Dylan's like, it's a, it's a doozy. It's a long one. But, um, <clears throat> I think understanding like, uh, you know, just like our, our different investments and, and, and we have like six doors and everything like that. And we've just kind of built slowly to that opportunity. Mm-hmm. So, um, there's a lot to unpack. So we're really excited, like over whatever this podcast space brings us to be able to have the opportunity just to share openly and vulnerably our failures, our successes. We've lost money. We've, you know, have kind of played it safe on some things that I feel mm-hmm. like we could almost take like a bigger risk on yep. and, um, yeah, kind of just carry you through the journey. So, uh, stay tuned as our next episode you get, I am going to be, yeah, undivided attention. You can tell me your spreadsheet cocktail napkin plan of what? Of life. Oh my gosh. No. Of all of our residential. Real estate. Okay. Real estate portfolio. So our plan's moving forward. Yeah. Cool. (laughs) And maybe you can talk about like the stock market and everything and all your other investments (laughs) too. My depth of knowledge on the stock market. of knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. Stay tuned. So, uh, so thanks for tuning in on our very first episode of the hustle podcast and, uh, Hope you get something out of it and we'll see you on the next one. Thanks y'all.